from 99.9 The Fan. This is The Drive with Tim Donnelly. Sponsored by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. Let's log on to the internet, shall we? What's Training is brought to you by Geico. you got any number of ways that you can save on car insurance. Check them out on Geico.com or stop by a Geico office nearest you. Let's get it. Brazil lost today, but advanced, of course, in the World Cup. Switzerland beat Serbia. They're on to the knockout round. Korea beats Portugal. Korea advances. Joe, the official team of this program, though, is out after a 2-0 loss to Uruguay. Oh, man. Ghana, the Trojans, the Black Stars lose 2-0 to Uruguay. I can't handle it, Joe. I, I just... I don't know if I can handle any more of this World Cup. Now, why is now why that, was Ghana your team? Ghana? Yeah. Yeah, like if I was from Boston, that's how I would say my town. The town where I live. Ghana? The G. The, Ghana. The Ghana. The Ghana. The Ghana. Tra- right. Ghana. All right. I see. I see. I see. The Black Stars. No longer. <laughs> Back to White Oak Road for them. Uh, Rand Road. Come or on. Ran, oh, yeah. Rand, Rand Road. Never forget, never forget Rand Road. Uh, now, the, 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 the big story for the World Cup is that tomorrow, the Netherlands and the U.S. in the round of 16, the knockout stage, Christian Pasilic will be available. You almost did it. Almost did you it. Almost I, I always skip his name. At some point by the end of the World Cup, I'll get his name right. I don't know why I keep screwing up his name. I have That's no a project idea. for Graham. Get all of the, the, the cut-ups of all of Pulisic. 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 I'll get his name right eventually. Pusilic. <laughs> Probably, yeah. That, that's now you know what that's in my head now okay, so that i'm sure i'll say fuselage at some point here fuselage. regardless his balls are okay that's they, the, they need to make all of Polisic out of the black box that's what they need to do yeah. <laughs> his balls are okay he's cleared to play against the netherlands that's tomorrow. a pelvic contusion to use no nah, whatever he can call it whatever he wants dude got hit in the nuts let's just own it okay this no, he said he didn't. It, it hit his pelvis. Just before that, right? Yes. Luckily, his, his pelvic bone is intact. Good. Good to know. Good to know. Next up. One of the four, all of the four, or half of the four. Hey, Carolina Hurricanes have gone from an existential crisis where they couldn't win a game for two weeks. They were getting points in OT, but they couldn't win a game to three in a row. Last night against the St. Louis Blues, they scored three times in 64 seconds, Julio. Feels like a lot. It does. I hope they hydrated in between those goals. Adam Gold does the Canes Corner podcast. You can find that wherever you get your podcast. Brought to you by the Aluminum Company of North Carolina. Here's two minutes. Two minutes. Two minutes. Two minutes. Let's do that hockey. I say I've been around a long time. I've really, really paid my All right, fellas, I got two minutes for my man, the immortal Lou Brown. All right, you guys, let's listen up. We won a game yesterday. And if we win one today, that's two in a row. We win one tomorrow, that's called a winning streak. It has happened before. A wise sage that man was. Last night in St. Louis, it didn't look good for the Carolina Hurricanes. Down to nothing. Goaltender not playing all that great. Hurricanes getting chances and not scoring. And then, all of a sudden, blink of an eye. Three goals in 104, including the first of three. 
from this guy. Now Martinuk will get to it. He'll score! Jordan Martinuk. Quick shot from the top of the circle. And in game 5-0-1, Jordan Martinuk puts Carolina in a tie game. That goal brought Carolina even a two. Seth Jarvis made it 3-2, 43 seconds later. And even though the Blues tied it in the third, what it did was it forced Rod Brindamore to make the move. He switched goaltenders. He never does that. Pyotr Kachetkov to the rescue. Ante Ranta, not his night. And then Jordan Martinuk just continued with less than five minutes to go. Martinuk will come up with a loose puck. He's got to beat Letty. His shot, he scores! Jordan Martinuk showing the wheels, the hustle. And his second goal of the game has put Carolina up 4-3. Jordan Martinuk? What are we doing here? Finish the deal, my friend. Sweep the leg. Puck goes deep into the Canes corner. Rides the rail. Burns will get to it. He'll try to clear it out. Martinuk all alone. He's going to get to the puck. Can he get the hat trick? Yes, he can. Hat trick. Jordan Martinuk into the empty net. And Mr. 501 has himself a hat trick tonight. The Canes take a 6-4 lead. No way. Canes beat the Blues. 6-4. Fun had by all. And you can check that out on the Canes Corner podcast brought to you by the Aluminum Company of North Carolina. It's, we talked to Trip Tracy yesterday, Julio, about the, the goalie situation and yeah. Peter Kochekov, right? They gave him the four-year contract. He kind of got the sense last year uh, out of necessary circumstances that, hey, maybe they got something here in Kochekov. And it was good that they locked him in as, as the way that they did. And it's also good, as Gold mentioned, Brendan Moore is loath to pull a goalie, man. Right. Or switch a goalie. He'll pull a goalie with three minutes to go and get them back in the game, obviously, but switch them a little bit of an issue. Long story short, you asked Trip Tracy if it was Kochekov's time, right? Ranta yeah. can be a future little... future is now. The future is now. Give give Kochekov those opportunities. I'm on board with that. I've been on board with Kochekov since last year. If you truly believe he's the guy, reps, man, get him comfortable doing it. That's, that's where I'm at with him. Another good win for the Canes. As we said, you don't want to peak too early. No, so you don't. have that early losing streak, have that blase month, By the and way, get that thing cranked up at the right time. You couldn't have scripted it better for Bally Sports last night because they did all the stuff on, you know, Jordan Martinook and 500 games and all that stuff. They had a long little long interview feature with Tripp and Jordan Martinook, and then the dude goes out there and scores a hat trick. Maybe they should do that more often. There you go. Maybe that's the key. Next up. <laughs> The Buffalo Bills beat the New England Patriots 24-10 last night. Bills improved to 9-3. It's not really about the Bills, though, is it? No, it's not. The Pats, 6-6 six and six <laughs> at home, actually had a 7-3 lead. Offense, what on earth is going on with Mac Jones? What on earth is going on with Bill Belichick? That's can, the can, question. Can he just not get it done anymore? Or That's have we the reached question. a phase where Bill Belichick realizes, you know, Maybe bringing back Joe Judge and Matt Patricia to coach the offense wasn't a great idea. Well, that's again, that's on him. Yeah. At, at some point, as much as I have defend is the wrong word to use, but as much as I've tried to at least give Bill Belichick the benefit of the doubt, and Bill Belichick's really good on mopping up on rookie QBs. Yes. Uh, or teams with bad QBs and shutting things down. And you know he's got a game plan for Josh Allen, who's gone back to being somewhat turnover prone. You have to score at some point. You can defense all damn day, but in the modern NFL, you got to score. I don't want to go full Trent Dilfer on you where you can't lose 
you can't, can't win if you lose. You can't win. You can't lose in the NFL and still win. Well, you know, I, I get. Like, I think it was Herb Sendek when he was the NC State basketball coach yes. said something about how winning basketball games really came there down are to two ways. Two ways to score. And, and what are those two ways? You Julio? can either score more than the other team or hold the other team to fewer points than you score. <laughs> well, okay, that can work in basketball, but in the current game with the NFL, you can't do it the Herb way. You can't no. withhold them. You can't keep them from scoring more points than you when you can't score. Hey, Bill Belichick and Kirk Ferentz were together oh, on geez. that Brown staff, the mighty Brown staff with Nick Saban as well. Well, so. if that's how he wants to win football games, maybe he can go to college. Hey, nah, I mean, Big I, 10, get out I, of the West. I am, I am most intrigued by Bill Belichick's offseason. I would not put it past him to walk away from the Patriots. He has nothing else to prove at this point. The only thing he has left to no, prove you know what he is wants. to go to a his division. No, no, he wants his kid to be the coach. I'm he's telling not, you. He's not going to be the coach. I am telling There's you. There's no he wants. way that Bob. Kraft, All of these coaches are the same. They just want their kid to take over for them. He ain't taking over, man. I'm, Bob Kraft ain't doing it. He might not have the chance to do it. So, Bill Belichick, uh, whatever Division Three lacrosse school awaits. Next up, number two. Maybe Bill Belichick can get a transfer portal QB. Oh, wait, no, wrong form of football. I mean, they're out there. <laughs> this is this is a thing that I know Jillio has been trying to foreshadow or at least just tell you where things are headed. College basketball, we've seen this. In college basketball, it always made the most amount of sense. There's only so many roster spots, and one player can really change his fortune and even a team's fortune by coming in and getting plugged in. We're seeing this now in the ACC. We've seen guys get plugged in at Carolina, guys plugged in at Duke, guys plugged in at NC State. Wake Forest turned their season around completely thanks to some transfers. Uh, Mike Young at Virginia Tech won an ACC title, basically bringing all the his Wofford, Wofford guys. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that Wofford should hang half a banner for the ACC tournament last year, the way Virginia Tech won it. But you knew with the amount of money that flows through college football, that we're going to start seeing this kind of Wild West transfer portal situation. And it has already begun. All these guys announcing their intention to answer the, oh, uh, quarterbacks, answer the quarterbacks. The injured Notre Dame quarterback, yep. Brennan Armstrong at Virginia. You know, I, I, I suspect we won't know what happens with Devin Leary until he's able to either work out for NFL teams or mm -hmm. realize that he can't and potentially has to come back. But it wouldn't surprise me if Devin Leary played for an SEC team next year. Well, there could be a quarterback playing tomorrow night in the ACC championship game that transfers at the, the end of the is, game. DJ Uyungle is going to play for a Pac-12 team next year. That's the rumor. That's the rumor. Something to keep an eye on. Speaking of that game, next up. The number one story of the day. We're number one. We're number one. ACC championship game between Clemson and North Carolina is tomorrow night here in Charlotte, where we are broadcasting at the ACC Fan Fest. Uh, we'll be here at the Fan Fest from 10 until 2 tomorrow afternoon. Culture State from 10 until noon. Jillio and I will be out here from noon until 2. Drop on by. Say hello. The mascots have been hanging out. They actually hijacked the show here for just a little bit. It was good to see them. I really appreciated their takes. I mean, they yeah. really, when the, when the Clemson Tiger mascot and Ramsey showed up, I mean, they really got into the nitty-gritty all-22 of football analysis. If you missed that, it's on our YouTube channel. Just look up 99.9 The Fan. We'll talk about the game and why I think Clemson is going to show out, but not for reasons you think. Next.
We're at ACC Fan Fest here in Charlotte until 7 o'clock. we got the Pac-12 championship game coming up. Coverage built by Mungo Homes. We'll also hear from TJ Thorpe in a little bit. Top of the hour, 6 o'clock, TJ Thorpe, former wide receiver for the Tar Heels. TJ Thorpe Show on HighSchoolOT.com. Check that out throughout the throughout the high school football season. He'll be back for another high school football season next year. And Eric McElain, ACC Network, former Clemson player, will drop on by at the bottom of the hour. Speaking of the Tigers, this is something that we referenced earlier in the show, and I, I do think it's worth bringing back up again and why I think Clemson's going to win this game against the Tar Heels. And it's not necessarily anything about – I don't think the Tar Heels can't do it. They're clearly talented enough. Drake May is clearly good enough. But I have a sneaking suspicion that the only thing that Dabo's got left this year, and I don't know if this speaks to where he is right now with the program, but it really comes down to Dabo almost kind of reminding the ACC, like that's been the focus, reminding the ACC that you had your opportunity last year, and regardless of where you think the ACC is nationally, we're still the best team in the league. It's not lost on me that one of their best games this season was at home against one of? Maybe the one of maybe the <laughs> best game of the season was against, out. It was their super against Bowl. the Wolfpack. I was there, <laughs> but they also under the lights. They, they also, can't play any better than that. They also well, offensively, I thought they looked even better against Wake Forest. They did. OK, they did. Yes. where we, we were sitting here thinking, hey, you know, maybe things have finally lit. You know, the, the, the spark yeah, has, has finally happened Wake. for DJ Uwe Ungegale. But those were blips. Those were were moments. And those were against the two Daves that Dabo has had some issues with mm-hmm. here as of later. Or they're coming for Dabo, right? So he reminded him, nah, 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 nah. St. Yours, these, these corners are mine. My corners. And I have a feeling that the same thing's going to happen tomorrow night against the Tar Heels. Could be, but I like Carolina in this game. I like Drake May. I, I think if you look at the Wake game, yeah, Wake had success against Clemson secondary, which is even more banged up now. I was going to say we've talked a lot about I've talked a lot about Clemson doesn't have the same skill players on offense. Defensively, look, Clemson's front is great. Yes, they they could absolutely do what State did and Georgia Tech did and just blow up Carolina's run game and make Drake Bay one dimensional. That would they be my could absolutely do that. I think, though, Antoine Green could have a big game. I like Carolina's tight ends. I think they can get down the field, take some shots down the field, mm-hmm. and really take advantage of Clemson's secondary. You have concerns about Carolina's defense. I actually look at the games, and I know what you're saying in terms of Georgia Tech State, not their starting quarterbacks. There's some issues there. I'll tell you what, though. I've been impressed with the simplicity of Carolina's defense, and we've talked all year about how Drake May has been Pete Sampras or Roger Federer at Wimbledon. The problem in these last two games is he hasn't held serve. So if he could get back on track, I think the defense has done enough to give him chances see, to win games. I think he just needs to complete those serves. See, that's that. As somebody who tried to find the the positive sides of North Carolina's defensive turnaround, we actually mm-hmm. talked about this with Marquise Williams and Trey Boston, where the defense did break it did its best to right. slow things in down. the red zone kind of kind of kind of get run over steve logan used to talk about this all the time when he did radio with us the former ecu head coach would always talk about getting run over slowly it's one of the greatest things that he's ever said that i still apply when i talk to my kids about playing sports sometimes the best way to give yourself a chance is to get run over slowly 
And that's kind of what North Carolina did from the Notre Dame game on. They got steamrolled by the Irish, and they found ways to just be a nuisance. Yeah. Make just one stop when necessary to give the offense an opportunity to get back in that game or make the, make the winning play. The biggest red flag that I have for the Tar Heels defense that I've tried to defend has been what I saw against Georgia Tech and what I saw against NC State, against not their number one offensive units. We're talking about the third and the fourth string quarterback making Carolina's defense look silly in the second half. We're talking about Ben Finley. Great story. And I don't mean this in any sort of malicious way, but clearly there was a reason why he was on the scout team. But he took shots. You know but what I'm he, saying? But, like but, that, he, that's but where... he, he took shots and Carolina's defense made him look like, hey, what about Ben Finley? Well, what about Ben Finley? Great story. Great game. It, w- it was awesome that he stepped up, but I'm not sure that Ben Finley can consistently do that throughout the course of the season is my point. But he could do that against the Tar Heels defense. And that's where we get to Clemson. And that would be my concern for the Tar Heels. This has the makings of being a repeat of the Notre Dame game with Will Shipley get bullied and get could. bullied and get just run over hey, and Clemson, not slowly. Clemson bullied state. No, straight up. Yep. That's what they did to state. So the potential is there. Yeah. Is the interest there? Can you can you motivate the troops? That's where I where that's yeah. where if I'm Carolina, yeah. I hate the South Carolina game. Mm-hmm. I hate it. I'd rather see them coming in here running hot, thinking, oh, we're gonna try to get style points and impress the committee and yeah. show them that we're better than Alabama, show them that we're better than Ohio State. I would rather see that version of Clemson if I'm Carolina, to be perfectly honest with you. But I also can look at the South Carolina tape just the way that state did at the Georgia Tech tape yeah. and say, well, what was what could South Carolina do? Because you know whatever Spencer Rattler can do. Drake oh, Drake May can, can absolutely do that. Can absolutely do that. And the other concern that I would have if I'm a Clemson fan and the reason why Carolina clearly has a chance, we don't know what's going on with DJ Uyunglele. Who's starting in this game? Yeah, well, if, he's going to start. If well, but, yeah. but if, there are, if there are rumors that DJ is going to go ahead and transfer, yeah. if you're Dabo, what's the goal here? Is it to put Cade from the jump well, in a – and, and he has Klubnik? not played that club Nick card right all year. He has not. not. So does he finally play the club Nick card correctly and giving him an opportunity to play the whole game from the jump and not put him like, oh, by the way, uh, we're down a score on a fourth down or yeah. whatever it is. <laughs> we're putting an impossible zone. situation in our own end zone. <laughs> hey, pick six. <laughs> go win the game, right? Like, no, like he has not played this right at all. So maybe Dabo finally understands, you know what? This is what I need to do if this is going to be my guy next year. Or he does play DJ knowing full well that DJ is going to be out the door because of the transfer portal. And Dabo actually goes into the transfer portal this offseason with all the quarterbacks that are going to be out there. I mean, I, you imagine Riley Leonard going down there <laughs> playing for them. I thought it was interesting today. Devin Leary going down there playing for them. Because of the transfer portal business that we're going to experience this offseason, I thought it was interesting that Mac Brown was asked about Drake May. Mm-hmm. And he was like, yeah, I expect Drake May to be here next year. And well, you got the family ties, of course. Right. Come on. Uh, yeah. Now, but, Josh, Josh Downs might be another story, but yeah, Drake May's not going anywhere. Well, Josh Downs' brother is going to play for Alabama. Yeah. Now, I think Josh is an NFL player. So, I'm with you on uh, that. Again, too. you're looking at Drake, you're going, Drake's going to make $40 million in two years. Yeah. You know, in two drafts, I should say. Not this draft, but the next draft. So you don't have to worry about him needing money, right? Yeah. Plus, you have the, the family test. But you look at Carolina's defense, and I've seen all the stats, and of course, they're from state fans, and that's fine. <laughs> But no, they have a bunch of four go- four star and five star right. guys who have not produced. Carolina Joe is on board. Who have not you produced? Got, you got your hoodie. Yeah, you're so on. If you go, 
if you're Georgia, you're Auburn, and you know you recruited these guys out of Alabama, you recruited these guys out of high school, yeah, and they're not producing, and that's that's the dabo, that's the that's the Mac quote, and and we could play it here. That's where you're getting 15 offers from. We'll uh, we'll get to that in a little bit. We'll take a quick break. We'll talk to Eric Macklin, ACC Network, former Clemson player. Has he ever had to watch an entire game with the entire football staff from start to finish? Uh-oh. The way that apparently Dabo made the team watch the entire thing after the South Carolina loss. We'll talk to Eric Macklin next. Eric Macklin, ACC Network. Gramlick and McLean podcast. Come on. Check that out on YouTube. 78-time ACC champion. Hey. But here's what I want Great to know, number. Eric. Yeah. Did Dabo ever make you – I think you referenced it when you talked to Dabo this week. Did uh, you have to sit down and watch an entire loss? Oh, yeah. Like the whole damn See, thing? See, but here's the deal. Nobody knows what game it was. <laughs> I've asked like five teammates. <laughs> it's split 50-50. It's either 2013 FSU, which was – Bad. Yeah, or, yeah, or yeah. it was 2013 South Carolina, which was also very bad. Okay, so okay. it's split on which game it was. And Dabo, he doesn't know. I mean, he's too many games. He doesn't know. Uh, but it's the worst thing you could ever imagine. Well, here's what I want to know: Is this championship game the worst thing that you can imagine for a Clemson <laughs> fan? Well, because think about it. If I tell you, no, it, no, if I told you Clemson in an ACC championship yeah, game, then yeah. we're also talking college football playoff. Sure. Except that we're not. Right. And I got to imagine that the vibe, we'll do a little vibe check here, as yeah. the kids would say, about yeah. around the Clemson program. I get the sense that while Dabo went out of his way to take back his corners, like sure. we, we talked, like his their best game was probably against NC State right. for a reason. Right. They poured it out against Wake don't, Forest. Don't step on my questions. Just saying. <laughs> I'm just setting it up. I just feel like this is a weird spot for the Tigers. Yeah. No, no question. And, and inside the program, not so much. They, they didn't make a chip last year. They, yeah. they weren't playing right now. So for those guys, I, I think that there's a lot of motivation. You're coming off of a loss uh, that was embarrassing, to be quite frank. You lose your 40-game your home streak. I think we're going to see an angry Clemson team out there that is happy that instead of sitting at home thinking about how much that game sucked, they get to play. Yeah. And they get to play against you know a, a New York hopeful in Drake May and an offense that you know for most of the season was firing on all, all cylinders. So – from that aspect, yes, uh, I, I do want to kind of have a little quick come to Jesus meeting uh, with the Clemson faithful, if you will. <laughs> Please do not forget where you come from. Please do not forget that before Dabo Sweeney, this was an irrelevant program outside of one year. Yeah, and so yeah. for all this talk that I hear and on Twitter and Facebook about how he needs to fire this, he needs to go to the, you don't need to tell him anything that he needs to do. You just need to show up pay your Ipte dues, and come to games. <laughs> That's all that you need. Whoa, whoa, whoa. It's whoa, frustrating. Whoa. It's Scorching absolutely hot. frustrating. Whoa. I'm come tired in. of it. I'm tired come of it. I'm tired May I stick up for some of the fans here, though? Sure. What are you oh, he say? loves to be the avatar tell me. over tell here. Me. Go okay. get him. Okay. Tell me. Can it not be argued that Dabo's been so stuck in his ways that the game's kind of passing it by? Nick Saban doesn't do this. What are his ways? Well, he elevated. coach of all time at Clemson. Two national championships, a billion. They just throw trophies like it's just throwing in the Is closet. he going to go into the portal this offseason? Maybe. I don't know. Should he? Maybe. No, Wait. he should. He definitely should. Okay. But I'm just saying. When like, he pulls a Roy Williams and goes back home, are you still going to say so many Wait, nice Alabama? things about him? <laughs> what is he going to do in Alabama? <laughs> He's not going to Alabama. <laughs> Clip it. Save Come it. On, <laughs> Wait, hold on. Is he following Saban or is he following Kiffin? Who's he following? <laughs> uh, same. Uh, no, He's there, no Roy. Shot. Come no on. Shot. All right. No all right. All right. No all right. Eric McLean, ACC champion, joining us. 
dominator of the coastal division, owner of the coastal division, <laughs> out the joining us here on the on the OG on the Heaster Automotive Group hotline. Hey, we did pour one out for the coastal. That's right, we, we let you do that. I earlier. appreciate that. Now, Coastal's daddy. Now let let me quote the great basketball philosopher Jeff Bezdelic. You show no respect by giving no respect. That's right. Look at your Clemson Tigers yeah. stooping, yeah. stooping <laughs> to the level. They're Super Bowl this year. They're one shining moment this year. Oh, under the God. lights, oh, under boy. the flashing LED lights at Memorial Stadium, mm. they poured it out for the Wolfpack. Unbelievable. Are you kidding me? Unbelievable. How much respect does does Dabo and the Tigers have for little old NC State yeah, that yeah. they wasted their Super Bowl on the Wolfpack? <laughs> <laughs> it, was fun. it was a fun game. I, can I have some? Y'all want some breaking news right now? Let's do it. I was at that game. Yeah. I was at the game. Yeah. I was on fraternity leave, and I went to that game. Oh, <laughs> that was my first night game. My first night game at Wait, Memorial oh, I forgot you so were there. good. I should have came and found you. I, that's uh, what I should have. Great atmosphere. Did you get the candle on the rock? I did. Yeah, I did. No, we yeah no we the, yeah we put the video. I poured it all. I poured it all. That was Jillio's Super Bowl. That was Jillio's Super Bowl. Come on, that's unbelievable. Unbelievable. Game day was there. They were there. Hey, can, can that DJ Uyunglele come back? I would love to see that. Okay. I, I would love to see that. And, and you know, it, it is. I don't know where y'all stand on this, but w when I went back and watched the South Carolina game, throw every throw, all twenty nine of them. Mm -hmm. And when, when you look at it, it, it's so hard to to miss how bad those wide receivers are playing right now. With that being said, sure. would they still be playing that bad if someone could throw them the ball better? And, and it's a question that I don't know why it wasn't answered. I don't know why DJ didn't take a seat in, in Cade or anybody. Because at this point, I don't is Cade good? Like, why is he no, not we don't playing? Know. We I was going to say, we don't know. I don't get to go to practice and, and see that. And so it, it's a weird, weird situation where I, I wish there wasn't the, yeah, he played bad, but – I wish it was just, yeah, he played bad. Somebody else goes in. Like, that's how it yeah. should be. That's and been, it's just not – it's not. It's case. been a rare misstep. I am a huge Dabo yeah. fan, but it has been a rare misstep. He sure. hasn't been able to really play the quarterback card correctly this right. year. You know, goes but maybe to, he can't. Goes that's the, the thing. club, Yeah, Nick. maybe he can't. The Notre Dame situation. I mean, putting, putting not in at the three-yard right, line. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You know, that, he's kind of misplayed it. And that's where he's – he is where he is right now. I'm looking forward to Devin Leary being – Clemson starting quarterback next year. Wait, Speaking, does he or Brennan Armstrong go to Notre Dame? Well, I mean, could be both. Goes to Notre Dame. Riley, Riley, right? Both of them. Both yeah. both. What about Riley Leonard? Oh, do y'all want uh, uh, what's Ten's name? Drew Pine. You want Drew Pine? To come uh, he's in there too. He's in the portal too, man. The, the whole world's about the change. What were you? What would you have been worth in the portal? Not a lot. Not a lot. <laughs> hey, you want a leader? You want a locker room leader? I'm your guy. <laughs> Eric Macklin has put his name in the portal. I'm out of here, man. Where does he expect to go? Yeah, yeah. That, that, that's, what be, that's what it is. But here, we're, we're talking quarterback. I don't think this game co comes down to quarterback on Clemson's side. I think this is more of a Notre Dame-North Carolina recipe. You can yeah. bully the way North Carolina's been playing right now defensively. I think you can bully them on the ground with right. Will Shipley and the other big dude. I always forget his name. Mafa. Yes, there we go. He's like two, What is he, like 230-something? 230, big monster. Six foot, maybe. Yeah. So uh, to me, I think that's the difference in the game yeah. that they're going to run it on Carolina because they know they can. And we'll probably see a similar situation because that's the other thing, too. Carolina offensively, ha it could be a really dirty night for Drake Bay. Sure. Like he could get really pressured with the way. I don't. Here's right. my question Who's a better defense, NC State's right. defense or Clemson's defense? Well, Ooh, you're making I guess Mac you choose between wherever. his children yeah, right I now. Mean, you, you look at wow. how do you want to, how do you want to, 
pick that? Is it based off stats? Is yeah. it based off how they held teams in various situations? Can I tell you Sunday? Can I tell you after? You that? can tell me Sunday. You can tell, <laughs> I'll tell you Sunday. I'll Clemson tell you Sunday. has a better here, defensive here's the, front. Here's the and inter- State oh, has well, a better yeah, linebacker no, no than secondary. Yeah. Well, yeah, maybe, maybe linebackers. I don't know. I'll say secondary wow. for sure. Whoa. Would you rather have Barrett Carter or Isaiah? Well, I'd rather have Drake Thomas and Peyton Wilson. Yeah, I'm with Chili. <laughs> I love Peyton. He gets hurt a lot. Uh, over Trent Simpson, he's going to be the 15th pick. <laughs> That's the next level, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're right. I, I love those Not guys. And I said those guys were the the you know, first or second best linebacking core in the country. Yes. And uh, they played at a super high level. This is what I'm interested to see, though, from from Clemson's defense going into tomorrow. Do they want to be the Georgia Tech version where they're getting after the quarterback, they're sending exotic stuff, they're winning one-on-one matchups? Or are they going to take a book out of NC State's playbook there? Are they going to have eight in coverage where a couple of years ago we saw Clemson have to go to a three-safety look because they didn't have the depth up front? Do they revert back to that because they think if we get more athletes in space here, maybe we can confuse them. Our guys up front are that good. They can win with just three of them. That's what I'm interested They'll in. They'll bracket see. What does downs. Like? They'll do what both Tech and State well, I don't think you can downs. bracket. I mean, if I, I guess you can try, but there's so many other weapons. Like, when you play you, you play Boston College, you can bracket Zay. There's mm-hmm. nobody else. Well, I'm just telling with you what that, State and Tech did. Sure. Yeah. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting. <laughs> Downs is that guy. Yeah. No, there's no question. I mean, if he doesn't get fit, targeted 17, 18 times, yeah. it's a it's a bad game play call. Eric McLean, ACC Network, Gramlick and McLean is the podcast. Check them out on YouTube as well. We'll, we'll close on this. I feel like I feel like if the if, if the playoff had already been expanded to twelve, yes. the the entire essence of this game tomorrow sure. would be viewed differently. And I find that strange that that point is lost on people who are anti-playoff expansion right you have i mean tonight there are some chaos implications with yeah. southern cal but yeah. what let's say if they do lose tonight you're telling me that it's a better option to have ohio state or alabama do nothing this weekend and just find their find themselves into right. the college football playoff that right. doesn't make sense to me yep. at least with the expansion say what you want about the strength of the 12 versus whoever at least saturday matters a hell of a lot more no question no question and that's why i think people should be so excited about it because this weekend matters again and it feels like this one it doesn't this year in particular yeah just because there's there's this weird gap just because there's four undefeateds or three undefeateds excuse me and they can maybe take a loss and still get in or, or someone just sneaks in in the the back there but I'm, I'm with you man i mean for for tomorrow to have either team whoever wins you're going to the playoff mm-hmm. i mean think of the 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 expectation think of the fanfare think of the excitement and uh, it can't get here sooner enough. So no, I know we you. got one more year, and maybe we can speed that up. Hey, look, I'm just glad they told the Rose Bowl guys, you want to be a part of this or not? That's right. <laughs> All right, yeah. <laughs> let's 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 speed this up, shall we? Eric Macklin, hey man, we appreciate the time. Appreciate you guys. Good Have seeing fun. you as See you always. Later. Thanks for putting up with our nonsense. No doubt.